think we can all agree after all this talk this week on the Sovereign Women Movement show that the quickest way we can self-sabotage our own personal success is by comparing ourselves. So this week, we're going to wrap up this very deep discussion about how to stop comparing yourself by having a real time, a real talk with our beautiful Friday co-host, our wonderful, gorgeous, fabulous Lizzie Vida de Lizzie, who's going to be here with me today to get a little bit more real about her own personal journey and her perception as to how to actually stop comparing yourself. So Sad Nam and happy Friday. Welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it is our mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal a body, mind, and spirit. And so we can bring in an enlightened society as this old one crumbles. And a lot of people here bring in an enlightened society. Like, what is she talking about? But think about enlightenment. Ultimately, those that have become enlightened, which is union, really what that means is that they have fully accepted themselves. So someone who is enlightened has fully accepted themselves, both in their light and in their dark. And right now we're living through a time where a lot of people do not accept themselves. You know, they don't accept themselves, whether they don't agree perhaps with their belief systems, they don't perhaps are scared to truly be authentically themselves. And a lot of the times it's because of what I was talking about earlier this week, which was that no one really tells us to become ourselves, you know, no one really says go out there and be you, you know, you hear so many times out in this world, go become somebody. And then we get lost in comparing ourselves with others, trying to figure out who the hell we are. So I'm really excited to have this discussion today with Lizzie, who had just jumped on. How are you, fabulous, gorgeous? I love you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I just can't believe it's Friday already. It's like, do you feel that time is just like evaporating or is it just me? Yeah, I don't even know where the weeks go. Okay. Yeah, I'm so confused. It's just like uh, Friday, what happened to Monday? And then January, we're moving into February, which is your month, Aquarius baby. Are you so excited? Like, you still get excited for your birthdays, right? Um, I actually, I don't. I've never been super excited for my birthday, so. Hmm. Not that it's a bad thing. I just, I don't think I've ever seen it like, oh my God, it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's always just been like, Okay, it's my birthday, another year. <laughs> well, this one's going to be way different for you because it's there's going to be eight planets in Aquarius. So it's like all about Aquarius. So just a lot of transformation. You're already feeling it, I bet. You're already seeing. How is this full moon treating you? Um, a, lot of, a lot of dreams I've been having. Mm. Um, a lot of, I think a lot of uh, dreams that are showing me uh, my less than um, visions that I have of myself. Um, so when I wake up, I think about them and, and in, about my dreams, and I'm thinking, okay, that's not who I am anymore. Um, so a lot of the old self um, thoughts that I used to have or uh, not deserving thoughts come up in my dreams and situations, as situations in my dreams. Or then the next morning and I wake up and I'm like, wait, but 
but I can do that. I, I can, I can overcome that because I have. That's a really powerful gift. I and mean, some of that can remember you've always been, now I see you more tapping into that gift. I think the more that you, you surrender to yourself and accept yourself, I think that opens up, but like, there's this great um, psychiatrist, Carl Jung, who spoke about like the dream state. And he spoke about how the dreams are actually more real than what you and I think we're experiencing here in the 3D reality, because the dream state is actually your subconscious mind. And whether we know it or not, our day, we're actually operating 85%, can you believe 85% of the day, they say we run on a program, some type of you know, mental program. So it's crazy because a lot of people don't really honor the dreamscape. And I know like there's books out there. There's, there's like great teachers. My son has been doing, reading this really awesome book about how to learn to meditate in your dreams. I know. Talk about taking it to another level. And see, I think when you find things like these that interest you and you're able to kind of like be connected to yourself and ask yourself questions like, what did my dream mean? I think it's it's more difficult or you're not more apt to compare yourself to others because you're so kind of like curious with your own life. Or I don't know. What do you think about that? Like, how have you seen comparison show up in your life like do you think it's a program do you think it's something we can even overcome or is it just something that's part of the human experience yeah I think really what what rang true to me this morning when I was meditating by meditating I mean just thinking about what I would say today mine was the ego um you know we're we're born to this program, you know, and, and it's funny because it was Wayne Dyer. I listened to Wayne Dyer this morning and he, what he was saying and in an Oprah podcast was that um, it's so funny how we rely on God's source, on something above us to live in our mother's womb. Um, and then we come, we are born and we come into this world and then and then the earth or humans or the doctors say, okay, we got So that's when the program begins, right? It's it's a, it's at a very very stage in our lives. I will say that I think once you start spiritually seeing dark nights of the soul, experiences. Um, I watched the Taoist prophecies this week too. Um, so that seems to be the theme also in my personal experiences to moments where I felt completely and utterly like ego was gone. I felt in such a connection with source, God. Um, when I, I didn't have control. I didn't have control of the situation. I couldn't change the outcome. You know, I have told you the story before and I told my mom that the first time I've ever felt that, really felt that was when Elise was born and I, I had no control over whether she was going to make it or not. You know, the doctors kept saying, well, she might not be breathing when she's, you know, she's born. And I had no control over that. And I literally had to surrender to that. Plus all the endorphins from actually childbirth, you know, which helps out a lot too. But that, that real feeling of, of, 
being able to control the outcome, really, that's that's when we connect to that. As much pain as it gives yeah. us, I think once we realize that, you know, we, we are co-creators, we are co-creators in this life. Um, So do you think that the ego, when we're in our egoic mind, which is the program, that that in itself can lead to these, that that in itself is what creates these dark nights of the soul, which is not, I mean, for you, you look at it now, looking back, your daughter was born a preemie, you know, they told you a lot of different things that are going to happen. And looking back now, you can see what a blessing it was, right? And, and everything. But at that moment, it was very, very painful. So do you think that we that we this judgmental mind of ours heals through these traumatic experiences or because a lot of us don't learn i think because you know you talked about no, near yes. dear near death experiences and i know people that learned but i didn't learn no, I know people that didn't learn either <laughs> and they keep judging yeah, I mean, they keep judging their lives you know they're so hungry ghosts that they keep judging themselves and they keep and then you keep getting these crazy lessons you know yeah and that's the ascension portion of it you know um some spirits and and that's why it's so hard to compare to each other because right. my journey is never going to be the same as somebody else's journey and so they might have to fall 20 times and keep burn through their karma and and i i personally may go through these experiences and it took me how long to actually get here and how many times i think that's the evolution of the human ascension of consciousness is going up and up and up and that was a part of the um palestine prophecies right is that it's nine nine states and so he had to go through each state and and had to continue the fall to become a little more aware and that's, that's really and some people it takes their lifetime and that was just that soul's purpose at at, at this reincarnation um so it depends and, and then a lot of us are just really deeply or we cannot let go of our program we cannot let that that is what go and that is what it feeds our ego and that's what we can't get out of that victim mentality right so kind of what you described as as a soul we all have like this free will but we all go through like the hero's journey where <laughs> where the mind serves a purpose in judging and even in comparing ourselves because in comparing ourselves, we start to edge God out. But then as we go through the hero's journey, we learn the lessons, come back home, and then you, we can get to a state of consciousness where we don't have to compare ourselves and, and do what we were talking about in the first on Monday, which is see ourselves in our brothers and sisters and, and right. project is that kind of what you mean yeah and one of i'm glad you say that because one of the things that i heard today was um being explained to me by actually by a priest um and, and it was in a podcast i was listening to this morning <laughs> you listen to podcasts about about priests? <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it, it was i mean it's a bit like a mysticism oh oh cool I, I, I father roar maybe i don't i don't know his name i'd have to look back at it but um 
he brought up the Bible where it's like you have you know love yourself, love your neighbor as you would yourself. You know that that piece of like a commandment, like the but how it rang so true to me is that you don't love them in the physical form. Mm. Yeah, you you do acts of service. You you service. You take maybe they're sick or you help them if they need you. But you you do that for a bigger that is because soul you realize in soul that you are your neighbor and now what does that have to do is it means that you have to know yourself and love yourself enough to Mm -hmm. be able to then do for your neighbor as you would for yourself and it takes a a certain connection with yourself to know that you are one that you are the same person um Mm -hmm. not the same person physically but spiritually you Mm -hmm. guys are one and you come from God's like and that that was a big big moment where I was like oh my gosh I've always looked at that bible like you my way to help people I have to go out of my way like I feel guilty if I'm not doing certain things and really that we missed the whole point Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so powerful when when you go through these moments to really go back to the Bible and Christ consciousness and go back to those and you will see them in a very different way. Right. Because ultimately there's a lot of truth in the Bible. It's just the interpretation of man that was using it against and the consciousness. But there was a lot of truth in the way Jesus spoke in the parables. And I think it's so fascinating how you said that because there's two things really here if you think about it. If if you're saying that, you know, I mean, you, you briefly mentioned something about, what did you say right before this? Oh my God, it's at the tip of my tongue and I don't want to miss it. Oh, about love your neighbor before that? Yes, or love your neighbor. neighbor, love your neighbor. Okay, one thing that you said that stood out to me this week was that even in relationships, when we love ourselves, you know, we love our husbands dearly and you have this passionate love for them. And some people, even their children, they are so afraid of death and that they're ultimately going to go through this death experience. People are paralyzed by that at night. That what we're not understanding is like you said, we cannot fall in love with the physical body. We have to learn to see them as spirits and realize that we're having this infinite experience, which brings you so much peace. While at the same time, you learn to do what Jesus Christ and Mary Magdalene did, which was Jesus Christ was teaching Mary Magdalene how to speak to him in the spirit world so that they could basically, he could, he could translate the powers and the teachings. And I think that's, that's the level of where we are awakening is we have to detach from these physical roles and bodies so that we can stop comparing ourselves, thinking we're different in color and all that other BS that they're trying to do to separate us and really see ourselves as these spirit infinite beings that are having this experience and make it much more joyful you know yeah i'll tell you that's so funny it, it all makes sense and i'm going to tell you in a second and you're going to get those on wednesday when we did our meditation and i told you about the mothers disconnecting from their children yeah what that meant was the role that we play as mothers and and how we how our children yeah did not really be themselves wow. and not accept them fully. And this is another thing I heard this morning, right? Is that how can we even begin to parent others when we're not even parenting ourselves to the highest ascension, right? To the highest wow. form of, of being. That was it. That was my meditation about the mothers and grieving for their children, but not knowing that their children are already 
world, they may seem like they're lost, but, but they, they don't have to be. These roles that we put on our kids, especially our kids. Well, it's what you described right at the beginning, you know, because when the, 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 a uh, child is birthed, now they say, oh, take over parents, oh, because God's not here. So ultimately, the big awakening is that we're not separate from source and God. And also as parents, we got to realize that, yes, we might be their incarnated 3D parents, but we have to honor them as authentic souls having this incarnation and also wise, very, very wise and not subdue their gifts, which is what happened to us because of protection or whatever it was, right? that is so powerful yeah i think that's what what it meant i see it now i see what the meditation what it meant now and that is again that's part of the the consciousness and the awakening and and Right. And I think that brings a lot of peace to a lot of parents, because I think a lot of times and we've talked about this before, that our kids are our parents. I mean, our kids are us. And we take a lot of blame and guilt and shame for that. And I've also seen instances where I've seen homes where the mom was incredibly loving and the and the children still had an addiction or they fell into something else and i think that that's where we have to learn to let go of the control and not realize what the soul is going through in this incarnation to teach us something about also trusting that yes we are their physical parents but we also have to surrender to a higher power especially if they need our help and and not to blame ourselves because i know that where i've seen parents struggle especially as it relates to parents with um, children with addiction or something like that they blame themselves and they and they and they think it's something they did and it's not always like that we don't once you start to get into that mode and judgment mode again right judgment then then we're not really learning the, the lesson i think that's why that's that that whole vision you had is such a powerful aspect of how the divine femininity is coming into into clear uh, cohesive alignment not the old bullshit of you're, you know, this is the box and this is where you stay. It's, it's power, but it's also healing from all of this, uh, these programs. Yeah. And it's, it's, again, it's through a lot of the pain that we experience is, is where the healing and the transformation really comes, you know, and things that we have to experience. And, and I heard again, morning where it's like you just have to get your mind so stabilized that when you do go through these really difficult morning moments that you can um you can use that alchemize it and, and turn it into a learning experience to um purpose right what what you're meant to do and what you're meant to work through here right and again once you once you have then you'll let go of a lot of, of, of the things that are required of you as whatever your role you're taking on. I know for me personally, I would say probably until I joined the group with you guys, the movement, the Satori women movement, I used to be really hard on other females. Like I used to be very judgmental. Like I can't believe they're doing that. But why was that? It was because a part of me knew that I I could do it, but I just, I wasn't brave enough to do it, mm-hmm. you know? And so I had to work through a lot of, a lot, a lot of insecurities to really be able to support other women. And, and that, for women, I think that's going to be the most important thing, really, is being in a community of, 
really women that can support each other, but also can can also tell you, you know what, I maybe I don't agree with this. Right. You know, because you also don't want to surround yourself with just the same. Right. Right. Because when you go into another community where there's a lot of opposition, um, then you're gonna feel like thrown off, right? right. Like you don't belong, which right. is not true. It's right. not true. Yeah. Right. It's your mind just telling you you don't belong because it makes you feel a certain way. But again, you just have to figure out what is it making me feel? What is that certain way that it's making me feel? And then how can how can I overcome that? Right. But you won't know the difference until you're actually part of a community and you see how much you've progressed and you see how yes. much you've changed your perception of other women until you, and it's a healing journey. It's like, you can't rush that. And it, and it, you know, the thing is that whether it's virtual or in person, you're vibrating in frequency, you're sharing each other's and you're seeing, you're not really crazy. People go through this stuff more often than you think, you know? And that's where I think we can also stop being so hard on ourselves and saying, you know, I'm going to stop comparing my, myself to everybody completely because I also believe there's different levels of awareness, you know, like even the fact that you can even stop yourself and say, oh my God, I'm doing it again. I'm, I'm comparing again. I'm feeling like I'm less than that beautiful woman. That is a step of graduation because a lot of us are so the mind is so out of control that we are on a fucking story for days, you know, thinking about what she said and how she said it and, and why she's doing that. And was she talking about me? You know what I mean? So it is, it takes the mind training and being around other fabulous women. And like you said, not, not needing to agree because that's not, that's the problem we have with society right now. It's like, if you're don't agree with me, I'm going to cancel you out what kind of bullshit is that? You know, like I see so many people, like my husband was telling me the other day that there was this lady who was like, oh no, I'm not using him because he supports this specific candidate. You know, regardless, like just because someone has this belief system, you're not gonna, like that's getting really deep. We're really becoming very separated and we're really being programmed to judge each other and to say, well, this is what I believe. And if you don't fit this, then I'm not even gonna be part of your community. And then ultimately we're not gonna be part of community and what's gonna happen. We're all gonna, pretty much demise we're all going to kill each other yeah yeah or we just yeah we just become so separated you know and 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 the problem with separation is is the more we become separated um we can't use the principles that are this life you know we can't use the principles of actually loving those that you don't agree with and that is a very big principle to as a human race like that's a strong principle right is to know how to love others that don't agree with you that that is a virtue to have and when when you become so separated from those that don't believe the same way that you do you don't have to practice that and you become a lot less tolerable and and, uh, with other people and and it it does not turn well and it's usually it's people that defend their beliefs it's not people that just are sharing it's they're defending and once you start defending your beliefs then you're gonna get yourself into battle and yes uh, jesus says cancel culture is very toxic it is very toxic because regardless if you don't agree with what that person is saying you know there is such an unfollow button (laughs) you know you're not i'm not here to serve everyone i'm here to share for my soul and if you don't like what i'm saying you can unfollow me and you'll never hear from me again ever (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the same thing with other human beings, you know, you and do this for your mental health. You, you said this yesterday, go into your phone and delete the apps that don't serve you, right? And, and get rid of, oh, yeah. unfollow, or you do what you got to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's only a, an allotted amount of time that I can be on Fashion Nova. Uh, <laughs> so, go on it, but I will limit myself to maybe 20, 30 minutes if there's something I like, I'll get it. If not, I'm not going to sit there and keep looking <laughs> at how every single girl looks in every single outfit, because it's but that's what I mean. Like, you're just not going to go on there. It's not like you're going to start a club and now start a group of people that are going to go find this person and kill them. You know, I've seen some really sad things happen of innocent people just because they said something, one thing, all of a sudden they start, there's a group of people that are, you know, canceling their entire life. That's really sad, regardless of what the person did. Because to me, that's just somebody that is so guilty of something that they've done that they've got to attack and they've got to point the finger at someone else. It's like, dude, Find your sole purpose and go do something with it. You know, your your energy is being wasted. And I understand that there's a lot of causes out there that people are passionate about where they have been personally affected. And I say, I applaud that. You know, I applaud you. But at the same time, anger and trying to do things by, you know, violent or all this is just creating more karma. And it's very difficult. And that's the society that compares. We compare about everything. And it's all falling apart. It's all, it's all falling apart. So being authentic to you, have you found that to be a lot easier now as you get older? Or do you think that's something that just happens with experience or how does that happen? It's all of it, right? It's situations. Cause I still go back to moments of when I was in sixth grade and I was bullied and, you know, <laughs> and, and not understanding not understanding those things not understanding why people would do that you know um and realizing i've had to do a lot of past um work right because a lot of my insecurities came from when i was a child so i had to do a lot of i had to go back to those moments where i didn't want to go back there ever again i just didn't want to have to experience that feeling again especially now in, in, in my holy um brain that understands <laughs> that understands this stuff you know that can process this stuff and and I think we don't give ourselves enough credit now um, because we really we process a lot of information we process a lot of information um, so I, I did I had to go back to a lot of moments where I was really in, in pain as a child and not knowing why and then how I reacted because of that, the things that I did personally, um, because of those moments where I was in pain, right? And then I was inflicting maybe my pain on others and not knowing that. Um, so I've had to do a lot of that to be able to get to the point of really accepting myself for who I am. I really truly believe everything that is in my life right now was to make me go back. Like, I was not going to be able to move forward if I, if I did not go back to those moments. But I think you asked for the healing, don't you think? Because I think a lot of people don't even believe it's possible or even ask. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think people just keep going. They're like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep going. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep going. I, I made it this far. Right. <laughs> 
went inside they're probably like in a lot of pain which i was you know and i i i couldn't find my voice i i remember um comparing myself to everyone because i you know i was always told that i was too quiet and that i didn't have enough confidence in myself and and but i or, or i just i wasn't motivated you know i wasn't motivated enough um you know being told that i i should go and find you know be bigger this and do that and when in my heart i, I knew that's not who i was uh, and that's why i feel so comfortable in this season because it's going from now you know we can all kind of together like it, it doesn't have to be one on you know above the other if anything mm. we all come from each other so I, and maybe that is that shift to i feel a lot more comfortable in who i am and i i can be more of who i am before i'd have to pretend to be like this super confident person when i didn't feel it mm -hmm. and now i feel more confident in, in actually who i really am that's beautiful. That is so powerful. Amazing what happens when you actually deal with the freaking problem, which is your relationship with yourself. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the beginning. That's it. What did they say? You're, you're you yourself are your own biosphere. Right. You yourself are your own earth. Like right. you're, you're made of the, what the stars are made of. So there is a, a biosphere. There's a, um, everything. Yeah. It was, it was that, um, that, that movie, The Celestine Prophecies, that really, like, really just switched the light for me. Even even though it was an old movie and kind of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I warned you about that. <laughs> That's why I told you, uh, my husband said the book is way better, but it's still amazing. I mean, the message is... Did it give you the sense of trust or how, how, what was the big message for you? You guys have to go see Celestine Prophecies. We're not going to um, ruin it for you, but... <laughs> like okay i'm not crazy like i i experienced these things and i couldn't explain them right. i experienced this higher consciousness or like just everything like i didn't think the same way i'm weird i felt weird and i felt odd for the things that i was experiencing and to see that in a like in a movie or to see other people experiencing those things and believe that those things are really true yeah. um just really I mean, we grew up faithful, right? Yeah. We uh, we grew up in church, right? And but I never, I always wondered what it felt like to really be fully in faith and be, you know, really truly feel that what God, what Jesus was talking about. Because I I couldn't feel it just being in a church. I mean, I felt it. I felt emotional, mm -hmm. but I, I could never get past that that emotion. You know, mm. of of like, oh my gosh, yes. that that emotion that I felt, I could never get past that. And with the meditations now, and and synchronicities, and trusting myself, and and trusting my guide within yes. me, yes. I I can feel the emotion, go past the emotion, and then and and turn it into this where I'm living now in this 3D world. I can mm. actually put it into play. Right sovereign and, and in a higher frequency than even whatever is falling apart around you yeah. that's that's exactly how i i remember there was a point in my life where you know have you ever heard of conversations with god with neil donald walsh no so i he, mean i've heard it but i've never heard it 
Yeah, he's another, he's a, he wrote this book. He went, he went completely homeless. Um, and then God started speaking to him and he wrote this book. And from homeless, like it went and sold worldwide. And when I read the book, it was so, it resonated so much that I, I would pray that I, I was like, I want to have conversations with God, you know, <laughs> I was like, how come I can't hear God, I can't hear God, and when I look, when I saw that movie, I realized that, I get chills even right now, that God has always been talking to me, yeah. always, and it's crazy you say that today, because this morning I woke up, and I had a really off morning, I started my meditation really yeah. late, I just have, it's just been alien type, you know, but I opened this uh, beautiful email from uh, Vishnu, who was a spiritual teacher of mine back in 2015 when I had my spiritual awakening. And he was explaining to me everything about Crestone, which my husband and I last night were talking about building our house out there, our, 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 like, our, our retreat center. And it's crazy because the email popped up and it was just like, I looked at that email and I was like, God, you've always been speaking to me. And you're so hilarious. Oh my God, in every way, in every way. And it's amazing also to realize that when you're in your wholeness and you stop comparing, you're, you heal yourself, you feel authentically good to be you, you radiate this and you start to build a tribe, a community, you become community with like your partner. And instead, like you, you pray for him, you want his abundance, you know, you realize you tell him your goals, he listens and he puts energy on them too. Like it changes your complete life because you're so focused on your joy, on discovering you, on, on, on allowing your inner child to come out and play. We were talking a lot about this, right? That life really does become like the Celestine prophecies. It becomes magical. He was raised into such high frequency that his enemies couldn't even get him. And that's like the kind of joy that we can live regardless of what is happening because life will always be uncertain and, and there will always be someone that's younger than you, someone that's older than you. So maybe someone is more smarter in certain things, you know, it's about learning to honor, like you said, this in these human beings. And the only way that I've seen to be able to do that, because I wish I could tell you that I don't compare anymore, but I do. Yeah. It's, it's just through the mind and controlling my own mind and, and healing my programs of not feeling worthy, not feeling good right. enough, the codependency, the abandonment issues that we go through, even the ultimate, the independence, like you said, you know, like that's a trauma response too, right? From all of those, which ones do you think were the ones, and I guess we can close it with that. Which one do you think was the one that affected you the most? Do you feel that you, because you said you talked a little about being shy. For you in comparison, is that the way you kind of retreated or was it like in being independent or just angry in general towards women or what, what did you see that, how did it show up for you? Um, like my trauma response? Like the comparison. Like for me, I know I was like oh. being super independent and not just cause I didn't want to like anyone to help me because I just compared myself to everybody. You know what I mean? For some people, it is they yeah. retreat. Um, some people have told me many times, "Oh, they think I'm a snob, but I'm actually really shy." You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is for me. I mean, for me, it was mainly I didn't accept myself, and so I, the way that I was doing that is by comparing everybody else. That you know, feeling like I should be more like that person, 
or I should do things like this person, or I should look like this person. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went through, and I still kind of been working on a a lot of my body, just like dysmorphia. I can tell you that I literally have body dysmorphia, just like comments that were made, (laughs) not truly accepting my body really for what it is, which is a temple, right? Um, So for me, it was like, I just, I didn't, I was so quiet. I would repeat like people didn't want to hear what I had to say or I was always taught like you know you're you don't know you can't take care of yourself or you know things like that just uh, how I process things as a kid you know and I would retreat I mean I'm not a person like I like to have nice things I mean that's the reality of it I, I When I'm, I'm in harmony with that, then that's when I'm my authentic self rather yeah. than trying to fight, you know, wanting all these things or the scarcity mentality. Like, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. Yeah. Um, so when, when I'm in harmony with knowing what I really wish for and truly pray for um, and then actually being my authentic self, which is funny because for my business plan, like, that's what I've been doing really every other sentence you'll see is remain your authentic self mm. remain to your roots remain your authentic self after or or um goal that i put out at the end of every sentence i always put remain your authentic self mm. i don't i've said i said that probably 10 times in, in my business plan you know which is is really i think in this age really what it's gonna like connect you with your purpose right and with your personal success yeah and it's so true because i remember that was the first awareness you received in your inner work journey and meditation was that you literally because of the comparison and the lack of of self-love you would become someone else like even in your relationships like you would you wouldn't you would lose your identity in essence and so that's like a really good way to describe it because I think that's what we do. We, we don't know who we are because we haven't faced our own traumas and pain. And that's what we were talking about. Like, and then you go out into the world and you have to create success based on someone else. What the fuck? Just because someone else, that's, that they're successful that way doesn't mean you're going to be happy. You know, that's where you have to discover yourself and see what makes you happy and make sure you put it. And that's how you use it in the real life. You put it in your business plan. You know, yeah. be your authentic self. And that's how incredible businesses are created. Anything that's been created that's amazing, it's because it was done authentically from their heart, because their heart is their soul and it doesn't compare to anything in this world. Right, right. And then you'll get those thoughts of like, well, putting my authentic self, like putting that, uh, you know, behind business, like, that it doesn't sound like a business jargon. It doesn't right. sound like what, and again, that's what I'm talking about. This new shift that we're doing, it's no longer about pretending to know, you know, the jargon and, and sounding a certain way. It's really finding your voice and then letting that voice be heard. Right. But even that is a, is a step up the ladder of healing because a lot of people will not want to say be authentic self because they don't love themselves. You know. Or they're afraid, afraid of, of rejection. I mean, that stuff is real. Being afraid of rejection, being afraid of, of not being accepted. Like, the, that's the root of why we don't really truly accept ourselves, right? It's because of that rejection. 
Um, but the love and, and the acceptance comes with it. I mean, you're not going to get it anywhere else. No, and I and if you don't get your energy in order, meaning if you don't believe in yourself, because you get to choose what what you want to have a bigger experience of in this in this reality. So I know for me, especially when I left, you know, the industry, and it was I needed to surrender to the call fully because my energy was then aligning with experiences of rejection because I didn't surrender and I didn't know my self worth in that. So if you fix the energy first then you'll have higher experiences. Even if you have a person that rejects you or wants to throw something at you because you triggered them, you won't take it personal. You'll, you'll basically be so emotionally intelligent that you'll just be able to move forward. And that's what this is all about. Stopping. If you want to stop comparing yourself, you have to have emotional intelligence, you know, and scientifically, what does this mean? You need to work on your nervous system. Meditation is not just a place to go into coma and relax. You know, you have to, you have to learn techniques. You have to learn specific, you know, meditation has healed my life in every aspect, my relationship. My husband has his own mantras. My sons have their own mantras, you know, I didn't force them. They saw what I was doing, they saw my transformation. And I believe that even if your husband doesn't do it, you doing it in your house, you're creating a temple. You're creating a sound frequency that visitors, that anybody who comes in there, it's a healing place. And right now a lot of people need that, you know? And so it's not, a lot of people don't realize that we're living in a new time where this is not something you do when you get some time for fun, you put them some cute Lululemon pants. This has nothing to do with that, nothing. You know, in Kundalini yoga, a lot of people are like, oh, you bend. And that has nothing to do with that. A yogi is a meditator. And a meditator, a lot of people, they're like, oh, I don't have time. But the reality is they're afraid to face themselves, you know. True sovereign. <laughs> yeah. To call out their own bullshit. Because that's, you. not a lot of people like self-awareness. And that's why it's not for everyone. I always say this. But when you're ready, you know, <laughs> when you're ready, come on down. Oh, we got some and it's not always a walk in the park there are days where you like today I woke up late I stayed up late last night I thought I was partying a full moon party and um, woke up late and then I just what did I do I cut my meditations in half do I feel guilty hell no absolutely not I have a lot of stuff to do so I feel good I feel high vibes and that's the whole thing the minute that you go back into shame or guilt at any time you're not doing life right you're just not you're just not you know and that's where the whole thing you deal with that and then you you'll stop comparing yourself to others <laughs> it takes practice and then if not you know the god is like a coyote that likes to give us experiences so we can learn you know yeah so we can learn let's see what, exactly so diane says powerful yes before i used to say thank you god for my children now i say thank you god for the gift of motherhood Ooh, i love that Thank you, God, for the gift of motherhood. That's beautiful. Yeah, because we, we can't control them. And the more we try, we suffer. And then they're, they suffer because they can't be themselves fully right. and trust themselves. I think fully is like trusting themselves, right? Yeah. They are our children for sure. Especially as a release when you have problems and, you have, and they're out of, they're going through their um, own awakening. Because remember, there's a whole like 15 years that we didn't know the life of Jesus. So he was a rebel out there doing some some stuff <laughs> right uh same i didn't fully support and avoided relationships with other women yes yeah, not just us lizzie it's the truth yeah. it's a program and like we said we even talked about this where it's our moms that teach us this sometimes we didn't they don't do it it's just that that's how they were programmed too right damn patriarchy 
but we love them. Council culture is toxic. Okay, I love a good FN shopping moment. F oh, <laughs> Fashion Nova shopping moment. Yeah. Jesus, we'll send him to do our, our shopping there. I know. Oh no, can you? Can you imagine him dressing us if we get if we told him, hey, go pick out an outfit for us? How do you think he would do? I, yeah, he would have us out there looking. <laughs> I don't think our husbands would be happy. <laughs> They're like, you're okay, you're gonna go right there to the living room. <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up. Maybe we should have him do that. Actually, he gave us the best idea. For a valentine's day gift and it is so rated r ladies that we can't even say it right here okay so yeah. you'll just have to use your imaginations <laughs> next month is all about relationships at satori so it's gonna be hot <laughs> yeah exactly you have to go back to move forward diane says absolutely that's what you were talking about that's a lot of the times we don't see that it's like we think that back is bad there is no back there is no good or bad it just it's life you know you got another just don't say back you know, come back. <laughs> come back, come back. And if you know, if you need a sisters to pull you back, then join us. That's a Tori for sure. Man, it's been good talking to you about this sister because I know that this is a subject that weighs heavily on a lot of people's heart. And I just, first of all, accept that you're not weird or strange or like you're the only one and you're evil or something. Yeah. It just, it, it's an uncontrolled mind and it's part of the human experience and watch the movie Celestine Prophecies and the movie Soul. Give yourself those two things to watch this weekend. It'll fill your soul with yeah. just a lot more peace and, and, and just feeling like you're in the right place at the right time. I think that's so big, especially for our children. This is something that I instill in my voice so much because they're young and they compare themselves, you know, to other yeah. kids. And like, if we can bring peace to them, you know, everything else is going to be okay. And, it's, and that starts with us, me not comparing myself too. So exactly. it's a work in progress. Thank you, Lizzie, so much for being here today. Do Anything else you want to say before we check out for this last week of January and move into your yeah, birthday like, month? Yeah. I actually put nails. I was waiting for you to be like, let me see the nails. Let me see the nails. Oh, are those my favorite? Oh, those are the a matte. Oh, I love those. How kids the leopard, right? It's the matte ones, right? Yeah, they're matte. Oh, you're a matte queen. I love those. Oh my god, yeah. So how is every are you having anything for Valentine's Day? You told me that you were gonna have a specific uh color for Valentine's, right? Oh yeah, no, I have the Valentine's collection is out um, on my Instagram, so you can check that out. Um, oh, I but... didn't know. Okay, cool. Which one? I like the EXO. Which one is the EXO one that you just posted? The one that had the, with the. Yeah. That's not the Valentine's Day one, right? No, no, okay. no, no, it's not. No. Well, I want. Okay. Yeah, I've been telling you. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. Tonight, tonight, tonight is our, also our feed our soul Friday. So Lizzie's gonna be showing us how to cook shrimp or vegetable coconut curry tonight yum and then we're also going to be doing a marketing talk tonight on clubhouse which first tell us more about the nails and uh specifically the valentine's day one like does that mean that after valentine's you can't get those anymore or what do you mean by that yeah i won't be making them after valentine's oh. day that certain collection i mean if you request it i i can but um I won't be like that. That is its own collection. Um, and then I'll move on to a different collection, which I am excited to reveal for my birthday month. 
I'm super excited to reveal this new collection, and it's a, it's been inspired, and, and I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm a visual. I will say I'm a visual. Um, I'm in the flow. Uh, I music, um, colors. Ooh, that's how I create. So that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from. Wow. Music and colors is a frequency in itself. So you're tapping into these higher frequencies. Yeah, you little yeah, Aquarius, sure. you, you little Aquarius, you. Yeah, I feel weird, but I, I feel know. like a good weird. Oh, I know. I can imagine and that you've tapped into the magic. You know, it's it's beautiful. It's rare, childlike. So I'm excited to see those over here. And, and I, I, uh, tonight in our talk about business, we have to talk because I would love to... Um, talk more about like having a membership where I could just like have like a monthly you know something that I can just order the monthly colors from you you know what I mean like something that I would I'd be able to change up but we'll talk about that later yeah <laughs> I'm excited regardless because I need them look but I'll see you tonight we're going to be cooking together we're going to be doing a live presentation and we're going to be talking also about clubhouse that's another thing I'll be talking about that next week if you're on clubhouse make sure you follow us you're on clubhouse too what's your handle Hi. um clubhouse um, it's at Vida, V-I-D-A-D, -D, the number three, Lizzie. So same thing as my Instagram, you know, the Lizzie. Um, I'm on Clubhouse there too. And I'm, I love it. It's insane, very, huh? Very exciting. Talk about the place where you can learn yourself and, and right. really just mass, masterminds, people coming together and really just talking about, like, the new age way of, of, of you know, business right. like that's that's inspiring and i think a lot of new businesses are gonna come and be created in, in that platform um and finding the confidence for people too you know right. um in that platform it's i mean it's great yeah because it's gonna take you being authentically you because you can't like outsource it and there's no no visuals it's all audio it is that invite only but there's also other ways, you know, we have a few invites. So tonight we're going to be doing a whole class on with the cooking on because we had a really good business and leadership um, class this month that is going to be like a follow-up marketing on how to use this strategically for your business. You don't want to, one of the things that I keep telling people is a lot of people are like, oh, there's so many apps. I was like, no, well, if you know how to use them strategically, you don't let the app use you. If you you got to control your mind and set boundaries just the way I wouldn't give people time with my day, you know, or what you say yes to, you say no to something else, right? So, but I'm really excited about this app because I, like you said, if, if, if you're someone who's authentically you, you can network with decision makers, with people that are changing the world and ask them questions about your business. I mean, it is, the opportunities are galore. And what I'm going to be doing in there as a movement, because you can find me at Sovereign Woman, at Sovereign Woman, someone took woman, so it's plural. So we are Sovereign Women there at Clubhouse. We're actually going to have live shows Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Thursdays is going to be Psychedelics for Women. So we're going to have an open discussion to talk about psychedelics, how they're helping women through their mental health issues, also awakening spiritually. We're also going to have a Kundalini Spiritual Awakening talk, uh, Monday peak of our side. Now you're going to get a lot of sneak peeks of everything that happens to Tori, not the full package, but you'll get the sneak peek. So it's going to be an open discussion over there where you can join us. You're going to see a lot more 
course, the podcast is going to continue. But yeah. over there, we're going to be getting more because it's a discussion. It's everybody yeah. gets to speak and everybody gets to. And guess what? If you're not there for it live, it goes away immediately. So you have to be there. So talk about FOMO. You're missing out. But you'll see yeah. my schedule. I'm working. I haven't posted anything because I've been in the app learning, uh, really listening to a lot of YouTube videos and 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 uh, masterminding, understanding what the what the capacity of the platform is. But I've scheduled out what we're going to be doing. Where I'm going to be creating a club. I've already applied for it because you can apply for a club as well. And that's where we're going to be doing the dailies and all that stuff. So join us over there too. The conversation is going to get even deeper uh at mine is at sovereign woman and lizzie you're at what was yours lizzie she's freezing okay there it is because you are freezing right now perfect so i'm excited and i'll see yeah. you tonight then so we can make some shrimp and vegetable curry thank you so much for sharing of your incredible perception and wisdom of comparing ourselves it really helps because i think this is something that women definitely uh, can work through and, 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 and overcome. Thank you, Lizzie. I love you so much. Have a blessed Friday. I'll see you tonight, okay? Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you all. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.